0: Hey everyone, welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts, where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa, and as always, the world of music is a busy place, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on, this podcast ain't gonna listen to itself. Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts and newsletters. I'm your host, Chris Zappa. This is episode number 72. You know, I had this thought the other day about how music is like a drug. It, it can get you so high, right? There's, there's an endless supply. It's impossible to overdose. So it's the best drug. It's the best drug out there. Get high on music, kids. Do, do music, not drugs. I was also thinking about something else uh, with regard to, and bear with me, this is not going to be the most well-thought-out train of thought here, but just sort of a stream of consciousness thing. I was, I was thinking the other day about how, you know, it's great to, to listen to your favorite artists on uh, streaming platforms. Some of us use Spotify or Apple Music, uh, whatever it is you use. Uh, some of those streaming services pay the artists a little bit more than others. Uh, none of them pay artists what they deserve. But I was thinking about this with regard to vinyl collectors. Vinyl collectors, you know, it's it's become such a huge thing now, and I'm uh, in this circle of of vinyl collectors. Uh, on social media that uh, have these amazing collections, you know, and and so it's not only really cool just that as the vinyl collector yourself, you have a really cool collection, but you're doing way more as a vinyl collector to directly support the artists that you care about than, you know, than anyone who is streaming music, buying music directly from the artist, you know, buying, buying the vinyl, buying uh, the merch, and when at all possible doing that directly through the artists themselves way more of that money which is so well deserved uh, and should go to the artists way more of that money is going to go to them than to uh you know to the streaming platform to the uh to the record label so i don't know i guess basically i'm just saying you know shout out to the vinyl collectors out there because you guys are the ones that are keeping it real And really supporting the artists who uh, so uh, desperately and deservingly need that support. And you know what? Real quick, while we're on the subject of supporting artists, uh, I discovered this fantastic artist last week. A guy by the name of Michael Torminen. Uh, he He makes music as Weatherhead. He's a he's an indie folk alternative artist uh, that he just just recently got started um, and uh, he's from the Pacific Northwest now he lives in Nashville. Um, he draws influences from a lot of artists like Bon Vare, the paper kites, Margot and the nuclear so-and-sos. Uh, his music blends honest lyrics with catchy melodies and wraps them in this really warm haunting ambiance. And uh, I included one of his songs last week on the playlist, a song called You Have Me for Everything. Um, it was it was near the top of last week's playlist. I believe it was the second or third track on there. And um, it's just, a it is the most beautiful, haunting uh, song that I've just listened to on repeat over and over for the last few days and uh, have since gotten, to chat a little bit with Michael uh, over social media, and uh, just a really, really fantastic guy, Um, really nice guy, but uh, incredible talent in terms of uh, singer-songwriter, and I want everybody to know about him and to go check him out. If you look up Weatherhead on your streaming platform of choice, uh, you'll find him. You may need to type it in exactly as it's spelled, which is uh, pretty much like it sounds, Weatherhead, except uh, there's no E at the end of weather, so it's w-e-a-t-h-r-h-e-a-d i'm pretty sure it comes up whether you type it either way but anyway uh go look him up and and give him a listen add him to your library and and follow him because he's going to be doing some really great things in the future he's a a truly talented artist um and he's going to be blowing up real soon so you guys go and check out weatherhead Every week I kick the show off with a quote from a famous artist and uh, talk about an incredibly talented artist here. Uh, This is a quote from Freddie Mercury who once said, You either have the magic or you don't. There's no way you can work up to it. And I think that's very true. I mean, yes, of course, certainly anyone can get better at something. You can improve at your your craft, uh, be that uh, songwriting or singing or, uh, you know, just being a musician, whatever it is. However, you know, that's just some people just have that magic. The, the truly successful ones just, just have that, that thing, that spark, that it factor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's that's our quote of the week this week. Also, as most of you know, Zappagram is this podcast and a newsletter. Uh, It started out as a newsletter first, and then I decided to take it into the podcast realm, make a podcast out of it. But anyway, every week I run a poll in the newsletter. It's called Rock the Vote. Make your voice heard. I ask a question, you give an answer. Last week I asked the question, do you still listen to musicians that have been canceled? Tons of artists have uh, been effectively canceled uh, over the last few years and uh, just for the fact that they uh, exhibit some abhorrent behavior, uh, which uh, g- you know generally clues us into the fact that they're pretty terrible people. However, uh, sometimes terrible people still make really great art, and uh, so I wanted to know, do you still listen to musicians that have been canceled? The uh, possible answers were, yes, I can separate the art from the artist, or no, I just can't do it. of you, an overwhelming majority of you, said, yes, I can separate the art from the artist. Uh, 26% said, nope, I just can't do it. So I thought that was very interesting. I am trying to be uh, better about that myself uh, in terms of separating the art from the artist. On the one hand, it's hard for me to do. Uh, I'll admit that. And I don't want to, you know, whether, whether it's stream their music or buy their music, I don't want to... Uh, continue to financially support them but there are just there's some music from the past that uh, that I've loved I've loved you know all my life or for the last 10 or 20 years or whatever and it's very hard to uh, stop listening to that music especially if it was you know something that you that you really loved that was uh, personal to you or whatever even if you found out later that the artist who made that was a big old douchebag. A perfect example of this is someone who has actually uh, popped back up into the news in the last week or so. It's being reported that Kanye West is preparing to drop new music any day now, and that's that's a particularly great example of what I'm talking about. I uh, was kind of late to the game discovering Kanye back in the day when he first blew up. I really didn't pay much attention to him. And uh, then once I started giving, uh, especially some of his earlier albums, maybe his first three or four or five albums a listen, um, I really, really liked him. And uh, well, we all know what happened with that. Um, and so, you know, he has been effectively and rightfully canceled, uh, in, in society at large. Uh, but now he's getting ready to drop new music and it just, uh, makes me wonder, you know, well, how's that going to go over? And I suppose only time will tell this week. I'm asking a question. Uh, it's, uh, it's another thing that's relevant. That's popped up in the news this week. Everybody's talking about burning man. And, uh, so this week I'm asking, have you ever attended burning man? Yes. Or hell no because you seem to everyone seems to fall into one of those two camps either you know yes i've gone yes i love it i go every year or i try to go every year or hell no there's no way you're going to get me to go out in the middle of the desert and uh you know exist in those conditions yeah so i'm interested to know uh it seems like uh there was uh climate change is causing all sorts of weird weather and they had a lot of uh Unexpected rain and flooding there in the uh, the old dried out lake bed where they hold Burning Man every year in the Nevada desert. And uh, people are stuck out there. It's, uh, it's a muddy mess and uh, people can't get out. So, yeah, seems like a nightmare. I'm just curious how many of my listeners have ever attended Burning Man. Hit up the poll in the newsletter this week and let me know. Every week, Zappagram publishes a weekly playlist on both Spotify and Apple Music. This week, we're on playlist number 72, and uh, got a lot of great music on there this week. Some topical, some not. Uh, Obviously, kicking things off uh, the top of the playlist, I've got a couple of tunes, a couple of uh, what I would consider more deep cuts uh, from... A uh, very very important artist who just passed away this past week. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Jimmy Buffett. I also have music on here from Mad Honey, a band I've only recently discovered that they're uh, they're really awesome. Hoax, another band, same thing. Chandler Layton has a new single out, as does Twin Speak. Uh, I just discovered this artist called Georgia Ann Muldrow, and she's fantastic and amazing. have a track on there from her. I have uh, what's now sort of an old track from Robert Plant and Alison Krauss, but man, it's a great song, and I just felt like this playlist called for it, so I included it here. There's also new music from Orion's Belt, Slow Dive. They've got a new album out, so there's a new uh, track from them on there. Proper Pet has just dropped a new single, Proper Pet, My Friends. Zach and Abby and Proper Pet, shout out. Um, Love you guys. They've got a great new single out. Listen to that as well. There's new music from Killing Joke and Peter Gabriel on this week's Zappagram number 72. I also have a master playlist, Zappagram. It's just called Zappagram Playlist. That's available on Spotify and Apple Music, and it contains all the music from all of the week's uh so there's something like I don't know 20 years worth of music on that thing and uh be sure to check that out too just search for Zappagram on your streaming platform of choice and you'll find it and there's lots of musical gems there for you to behold. <laughs> Kicking things off this week at the top of the news segment, uh, there are a couple of important Items of note when it comes to musicians that have passed away this week, of course, everyone by this point has heard that Jimmy Buffett, the Margaritaville singer who turned island escapism into an empire, has passed away at the age of 76. He was an incredible uh, songwriter, an incredible musician, an incredible businessman who uh, transformed his uh, his songs into an empire, and that encompassed restaurants, resorts, and all sorts of other things, as well as he, he was just a, he was a big philanthropist. He was uh, an environmentalist, and he's passed away at the age of 76. It's very sad. A statement released on his website and social media late Friday read that Jimmy passed away peacefully on the night of September the 1st, surrounded by his family, friends, music, and dogs. He lived his life like a song till the very last breath and will be missed beyond measure by so many. An obituary on his website later revealed that the singer died following a four-year battle with Merkel cell skin cancer in his autobiography A Pirate Looks at 50 Jimmy had written you know death will get you in the end but if you're smart and you have a sense of humor you can thumb your nose at it for a while and you know he was uh he he was incredibly famous and he was incredibly well known of course for his huge hit Margaritaville um as well as as several other you know big hits that he had but uh I don't feel like enough people know about the deep cuts on Jimmy Buffett's albums um just I think he was a very under appreciated uh, songwriter and musician who crafted some really beautiful amazing songs so maybe go back and listen to some of his music and uh, y- you can skip the margaritavilles listen to some of the deeper cuts from some of his especially a lot of his earlier albums which are the ones that i'm most familiar with but yeah give it a listen i think it's very sad that he passed away and i wish as much comfort to his family and friends as possible Another tragic passing this week. Uh, Just as of today, as a matter of fact, it was just announced that Steve Harwell, the Smash Mouth frontman uh, lead singer, has passed away at the age of 56. I only have a very cursory knowledge of Smash Mouth. I'm sure like everyone on the planet knows them for their their big hit All Star, which you just haven't been able to get away from for the last 30 years or so. Their, Their music wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. They also had a big hit with a, their remake of the monkey song i'm a believer and uh, their first song that they became really popular for was called walking on the sun and i actually kind of liked that song uh, quite a bit back in the day when that came out it was it was quintessential you know 90s uh, rock pop and in anyway, but uh, apparently he i didn't even know he had been ill but he had battled with alcoholism for years and it was just announced over the weekend that he was in hospice care and uh and now this morning he has passed away his cause of death was liver failure very very sad so we also wish uh, as much comfort and peace as possible for his friends and family too now to talk about something that i alluded to a little bit earlier burning man burning man was shut down due to heavy rain and uh they were telling people you know conserve food and water and fuel and shelter in a warm safe place don't try to get out and leave because of the the nature of the uh uh, the mud that everyone was just going to get stuck and bogged down and you could see plenty of videos online of people who had ignored the warnings and done just that effectively ruining their cars and uh still in ending up stranding themselves, the uh, the shelter in place uh, did uh, help you know most people stay in place and they're trying to wait it out until conditions dry out and enough that they can drive back out of there but this uh, unexpected rainfall is a result of that with another quarter inch downpour uh, over the throughout the rest of the weekend the roads in and out of Black Rock City where the desert festival is held have been closed for the remainder of Burning Man area airports have been temporarily closed due to the wet weather conditions leaving thousands and thousands of festival goers just stuck in the mud waiting out the chance for the 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 ground to dry out so that they can get the hell out of there. One of the biggest problems was, you know, they had to shut the roads down. So not only could no one get out, no one could get in, which meant that uh, all the porta potties couldn't get emptied. So they were just filling up, and uh, that's that's a special kind of hell. As far as I know, uh, some people have started to, to leave. Conditions have improved somewhat, but I think there's still uh, quite a few people stuck out there. So I'll continue to follow the story, and next week I'll let you know when they all eventually ended up making it out. Hey, I don't know if you guys have heard this or not, but COVID is back. You know, it never really went away, but it was down everywhere. Like, uh, cases were down everywhere, and uh, it's it's making a comeback. It's making a comeback in a big way. So if you are uh, not masking, I really encourage you to start masking up again because there are people that avoided it for, you know, three, three and a half years, and now they're getting it, and uh, emergency rooms are starting to fill up again. Anyway, the point of all this is to tell you that Metallica was forced to postpone the second night of their m72 weekend takeover in glendale arizona after james hetfield has come down with covid there were pictures of him playing on stage the night of september 1st in glendale arizona and uh, man dude was struggling He, he he looks like shit he's sweating bullets he 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 looks like he feels like shit and uh so he had avoided it for, uh, for the last three years, but it just caught up with him too. This has resulted in the band having to cancel uh, several of their other upcoming shows until he is able to, uh, to get through this. I believe it's being said that uh, they don't have to perform again now until sometime in October when they headline the Power Trip Fest in Indio, so hopefully he will be uh, on the mend and back to normal by that time. Taylor Swift is always making news, and this week is no exception. Taylor Swift has announced the Eras Tour concert film. Of course, her massively popular, massively successful Eras Tour. She's going to be bringing the grandeur and glory of that to the big screen with a concert film set to hit theaters across the country on October the 13th. Writing on Instagram, she said, The Eras Tour has been the most meaningful electric experience of my life so far, and I'm overjoyed to tell you that it'll be coming to the big screen soon. Starting October 13th, you'll be able to experience the concert film in theaters in North America. Tickets are on sale now at AMC Theaters." Era's attire, friendship bracelets, singing and dancing is encouraged. I would love to see the concert film. Of course, I've seen a trailer for it. It looks like it's, as you would expect, magnificently shot, you know, beautifully well done and, and edited. Uh, I'm more interested, though, to see videos from inside the theater when this thing launches, when people are in the theater watching and uh, singing and dancing. And, oh, those poor movie theater employees. There's some new music news announcements that are rolling out. And this is kind of interesting to me. The Rolling Stones have made an announcement that they are going to be making an announcement. The Rolling Stones have announced their new album Hackney Diamonds will be announced (laughs) properly. I don't know what this is all about. On Wednesday, September the 6th, they're going to uh, to officially announce the upcoming release of that album as well as they're dropping a new track it's said to be start me up esque it's going to be called angry that will be available i suppose on streaming platforms everywhere uh, this week as well keith richards teased the info in a social media post this past week it will be the first serving of original music from the band since 2005's a bigger bang uh, the first studio album of any kind since the blue cover Project Blue and Lonesome in 2016. So yeah, Hackney Diamond's new album from the Rolling Stones coming very soon. And to be perfectly honest, I'm way more excited about this other new release that's just been announced. The Kills have announced their new album, God Games, which will be out October 27th. I've talked about in past shows over the last couple or three weeks, they started releasing new singles, and everybody got really excited to know that they were putting out new music again, and now the album itself, God Games, has been announced, and it will be out October 27th. More new music that I'm really excited about, Beirut the nom de plume of indie folk singer-songwriter Zach Condon, Beirut has new music coming. The LP, due out November the 10th, is titled Hadsel, and it's his first new album in four years. The album title, Hadsel, named after the place in Norway, remote Norway, where he spent some time uh, writing and recording this album. The first track from the album So Many Plans has been released, as has a video for that track that is out right now. You can listen to it on streaming platforms everywhere. The great Elton John was in the news this past week. He uh, wrapped up his massive five-year 330-show Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour earlier this summer, of course. But uh, So he's uh, he's kind of sitting back and, and relaxing at this point. But he was briefly hospitalized as a precautionary measure following a fall at his home in France on Sunday, August 27th. Elton is 76 years old, was reportedly treated for minor injuries at the orthopedic department and spent the night at a hospital in nearby Montreal. In a statement shared with Rolling Stone, a spokesperson said, "Elton visited the local hospital as a precautionary measure following checkups. He was immediately discharged and is now back at home and in good health. So that's good news. Our favorite artists, uh, especially the the aged ones uh, like Elton, need to uh, need to take it easy, need to take care of themselves, be careful. Can't have anything happening to them." Uh, in other news, uh, someone uh, much younger, Florence Welch, revealed that she recently underwent a quote unquote emergency surgery that quote-unquote saved her life in a note to fans explaining a string of recently canceled Florence and the Machine concerts. She didn't specify exactly what the surgery was or the risk that she was facing, saying only, "I'm so sorry that I had to cancel the last couple of shows. My feet are fine. I had to have emergency surgery for reasons I don't really feel strong enough to go into yet, but it saved my life." Uh, she was uh, apparently she was I don't know how this happens, but she was dancing on stage not too long ago and uh, did something that she ended up breaking her foot. Uh, And to the point where there was blood on the stage, when you break a bone and there's blood, that usually means the broken bone has punctured the skin and then you're bleeding on the stage. And that's just, that's a whole lot of not good whole lot of not good so we're not sure if this was in any way related to that i don't believe it was Uh, but despite the surgery welch said that she hopes to play the final shows on her dance fever tour currently scheduled for the uh, beginning of this month in portugal and in spain so uh, that's good i hope that she is uh, well on the mend and uh, that she will be just fine and uh, back at it really really soon Fans of Nick Cave know that he was in a band called The Birthday Party back in the really early days of his career when he was oh so young. The post-punk band started by Nick Cave is the subject of a new documentary, Mutiny in Heaven, The Birthday Party. It's screening in 45 cities from uh, September to October and will become available via video on demand later this year on streaming services yet to be announced. The new documentary is directed by Ian White and features first-hand accounts on the band's history from nick cave and the other members the film was executive produced alongside the band members and the film's music supervisor was mick harvey from the band so if you're a fan of nick cave if you're a fan of his early work in the birthday party the trailer for this right now is out and you can watch it it looks like it's going to be really interesting and it's really trippy to see such a young nick cave back in the day so be sure to check that out the link to watch that is in the zapogram newsletter One of my favorite bands in the world is Tool. Always has been, always will be. And the frontman of that band, Maynard James Keenan, is a well-known winemaker. He is set to open a new scenic Arizona winemaking facility on the site of a former Masonic Lodge in Cottonwood, Arizona. Maynard and the team behind his Caduceus Cellars and Merkin Vineyards will open the facility on October the 6th. The complex will feature 270-degree views of the Verde Valley and include the Merkin Vineyards Hilltop Winery and Trattoria Restaurant, the Caduceus Cellars Hilltop Facility, and the VSC Ventura Room. It's the culmination of 20 years of work by Maynard, who uh, co-founded Caduceus Cellars in 2004. Apparently, Arizona has the perfect conditions for, for winemaking, and so he has really grown this operation into something rather huge and impressive over the years, uh, since he first founded the uh, the first Caduceus Cellars in 2004. Back probably around 2008, 2009, I ordered some wine online from from caduceus and uh it was one of the finest bottles of wine i've ever had in my entire life so i would encourage everyone to go check that out the story about this is on consequence this week it's also published in the zappagram newsletter be sure to check that out click through to the link go check out the vineyard and uh, order some wine for yourself it's really 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 good Got some Pink Floyd news. Pink Floyd has announced the Dark Side of the Moon 50th Anniversary Remaster. They released, originally released a remaster of their magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon, back in March with the Dark Side of the Moon 50th Anniversary box set that baby will set you back a cool 300 bucks on average that's the average price for uh i think you can find it on amazon right now for that but uh they're re-releasing a remaster of that out on october the 13th it'll be the first time that the standalone dark side remaster will be available on its own available on vinyl cd and blu-ray formats Uh, the package comes equipped with postcard stickers and a 24-page booklet commemorating the record which uh, consequence of sound who was reported on this recently crowned one of the greatest albums of all time i don't think we need anybody to tell us that necessarily pre-orders for the remaster are ongoing right now so it would be great to be able to pick that up without having to shuck out the 300 bucks for the box set and uh, pretty soon as of october 13th you can do that Pearl Jam is back out on the road. They have just begun their fall 2023 tour. They kicked it off uh, August 31st in St. Paul, Minnesota in an unexpected fashion by performing their 1993 song, Indifference, as an opener for just the third time ever in the history of the band. First time that they've played that song live since March of 1994. It's the last song on the band's sophomore album, Versus, and is almost always played as a finale or near the end of a show in in the few times that they have have played it, but they kicked their fall tour off by kicking it off with that song. So fans were uh, pretty much going crazy over that. The band is, of course, still working on polishing up their 12th studio album yet to be named. Uh, They're working on that with producer Andrew Watt. That is slated for release sometime in 2024. We don't have a name for that album yet. We don't have an exact release date, but as soon as we find all that out, you know I'm going to be the one to let you know about it. Finally, in music news this week, following its prior reissues of 1999 and Sign of the Times, Prince's Estate will give similar treatment to the late artist's 1991 album Diamonds and Pearls this coming fall. The project will be released in several configurations on October the 27th. In tandem with Sony Music Entertainment and Warner Records, two previously unreleased tracks, Alice Through the Looking Glass and Insatiable, are out now. Diamonds and Pearls was Prince's first album with the New Power Generation band, and one of the best-selling releases of his career. It's best known for hit singles like Get Off, Cream, Insatiable, and the title track. The version of Alice Through the Looking Glass included on the reissue was recorded near the end of the album sessions in May of '91. It's going to be quite the release. The regular edition of Diamonds and Pearls will be comprised of a newly remastered version of the album and 15 remixes and B-sides from the era, including the unreleased Get Off Damn Near 10 Minutes Mix. That's what it's called. Get Off Damn Near 10 Minutes Mix. Uh, Available as a 7 CD or 12 LP set, the Super Deluxe Edition features 33 previously unheard tracks, including a January 1992 live show from Minneapolis's Glam Slam, along with the sound check and a couple of songs from the show at minneapolis's metrodome for the 1991 special olympics a limited edition seven inch box set comprised of singles from the era will also be released including alice through the looking glass and a track i'm not kidding this is the name of it horny pony version two because everybody knows version two was so much better than version one but anyway fans of prince and collectors of his work will be really happy on october 27th when all of that drops and that my friends is going to do it for this week's music news but be sure to stick around there's plenty more show to come This week in Z-Rex Zappa's recommendations, there are three things of note I would like to draw your attention to. Uh, The first is an article in Rolling Stone about one of my favorite rising artists these days, Ethel Cain. It's a new feature that Rolling Stone is running uh, titled Into the Abyss with Ethel Cain. One of the most intriguing rising stars in pop found her freedom by inventing dark, twisted stories, and she's got lots more to come. That's a really cool thing. Be sure to check that out. Also, recently Bon Iver performed at the Pitchfork Music Festival and I have the video of their full concert at Pitchfork Music Festival and Jen Wozner of uh, y Oak and Flock of Dimes is now featuring prominently with Bon Iver. She has been uh, a touring member of Bon Iver for quite some time and she features prominently on this performance from the Pitchfork Music Festival. So, it's a beautiful show and uh and it's the the full thing. So, it's like an hour and a half or something. So, it's really really good. Be sure to check that out. And lastly, I'm still asking people to consider donating to those affected by the Maui wildfires. That story has dropped out of the news cycle, and so I feel like it's probably dropped out of everyone's minds, but uh, it hasn't dropped out of the minds of the people that were affected by this tragedy. So you can still donate to them via the Hawaii Community Foundation, the Maui United Way, or the Maui Food Bank. Links for all of those are in Z-Rex in this week's newsletter. This week's new releases, there were few that I was uh, super excited for. Granddaddy has a new album out, Someday 20. Peter Frampton has a new live album, Live at Royal Albert Hall slow dive has a new album everything is alive and speedy ortiz has a new album rabbit rabbit uh, of note of those four releases that i was uh, talking about slow dive i believe is uh my favorite and uh it's very very good speedy ortiz is also good uh gotta be honest i haven't listened to the frampton uh i'm just never been a big frampton fan but let's talk about the release radar those are upcoming releases over the next 30 days or so man there's a lot of good music coming out I'm just going to rattle through the list. It's a lot, guys, and, and it's kind of equally balanced over the next uh, three or four weeks here. We've got new music coming from Al Stewart, Allison Russell, Beastie Boys, The Doors, Everclear, Fleetwood Mac, James Blake, Jonathan Wilson, Morphine, Olivia Rodrigo, The Cure, The Postal Service, Baroness, The Beaches, Bonnie Tyler, Brian Setzer, Explosions in the Sky, Huey Lewis in the News, Illiterate Light has a new EP coming out, Kid Cudi, Mitski, pretenders s Carey and john raymond shaky graves vic mensa bleach lab the breeders Devondra bonhart uh, jenny owen young's neil young the new pornographers the replacements and soccer mommy wow that's a shitload of new music that's all coming out over the next 30 days that'll all be released during the month of september so a whole lot of great new music to look forward to i will be listening to all of that and letting you guys know uh, what's the best of the best Our final segment on the old Zappogram podcast is called On This Date Musical Happenings of Historical Significance. Or you might say, Historical Happenings of Musical Significance. It works either way. This show, because uh, this is being recorded on September the 4th, Monday, this is Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Uh, belated Happy Labor Day to everyone who's listening because you won't hear this until tomorrow. But today's birthdays we celebrate include Kim Thiel of uh, Soundgarden, Mark Ronson, and Beyonce. Happy birthday to all of them. Also on September 4th of 2008, the first guitar torched on stage by Jimi Hendrix sold for $328,000 at an auction of rock memorabilia. Man, that would be that would be a hell of a guitar to own. Although, you know, could you still play that thing if it's been lit on fire? Who knows? several birthdays of note today september 5th that's today you'll be listening to this today when i say today uh it's actually tomorrow for me but i like to sometimes live in the future sometimes live in the past birthdays include al stewart freddie mercury of queen loudon wainwright the third artist in his own right and father of rufus and martha uh brad wilk of rage against the machine was also born on this day and on september 5th in 2016 an asteroid was named after freddie mercury on what would have been the singer's 70th birthday that was Back in 2016, very cool. September the sixth birthdays include Roger Waters of Pink Floyd, Dean Fertita of Queens of the Stone Age. Happy birthday, Dino Dolores Or Or reorden That's really hard to say. Of the Cranberries, and uh, on uh, that day, September sixth in 1997, Elton John recorded a new version of Candle in the Wind after performing the song live at Princess Diana's funeral. September seventh, some great people were born. Some great people died uh isn't that the way it always goes with every day september 7th birthdays include buddy holly gloria Gaynor, chrissy hind and ben montench all born on september the 7th also on that day in 1978 keith moon of the who drummer of the who died of an overdose and sadly on that day in 2003 the great warren Zevon died of cancer uh on september the 8th Patsy Cline was born, as was Benjamin Orr of the Cars, and one of my favorite artists of all time celebrates her birthday on September 8th, the great, the inimitable Amy Mann. Happy birthday, Amy. On uh, that day, September 8th in 2003... David Bowie performed the first interactive concert when his performance was beamed live into 21 cinemas from Warsaw to Edinburgh. That's very cool. He was always a cutting-edge, push-the-envelope performer. September the 9th, uh, the birthdays of Otis Redding and Dave Stewart of The Arrhythmics are celebrated uh, that same day September 9th I'm sure everybody probably remembers this Nirvana's Chris Novoselic was uh, knocked himself unconscious during the MTV Video Music Awards show after being hit in the head with his own bass after he threw it up in the air uh, I remember watching that and thinking what a fucking goofball lastly on September the 10th we celebrate the birthdays of Cynthia Lennon John Lennon's first wife and mother of Julian uh, Jose Feliciano was born on that day Joe Perry of Aerosmith was born on that day and Matthew Followell of Kings of Leon born on September the 10th of 1984 he was born Uh, lastly on September the 10th in 1974 the New York Dolls the band the New York Dolls split up that's it that's what happened this week in musical history Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me for another week of Zappogram, the mother of all music podcasts and newsletters. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, what are you doing? What are you even doing? Go to zappogram.com and sign up today. It's free or it cannot be because if you would like to support my efforts here with the podcast, with the newsletter, if you want to support independent music journalism, you can do so with a paid subscription there. You can also go to ChrisZappa.com and make a one-time donation to support my efforts here. You can also buy a t-shirt in my shop. Link for that is available in the newsletter. Hey, until next week, everybody, until we get back here together again to talk about what's going on in the world of music, you guys be careful out there, take care of one another. I have been your host, Chris Zappa, and I am out of here.